your Locked On The Hockey Jets, your daily podcast on the Winnipeg Jets. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, friends? It's your host, Harrison Lee. Welcome back to the Lockdown Winnipeg Jets podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Harrison Lee, an avid Winnipeg Jets fan and an online blogger. You can follow me on Twitter at HLLivingLoco and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets for our podcast Twitter. Thanks for making us your first listen of the day every day. We're here for you 24-7 on all of your favorite podcasting platforms, including Apple, Spotify, Google, Megaphone, Odyssey, and YouTube. Be sure to like, follow, and or subscribe so that you'll never miss another episode. On tonight's podcast, I thought there would be a couple of things to discuss as we head into the final game of preseason. And then I thought I would talk about what I want from this upcoming season, and especially the first couple of games as we start off this year. On the road, it's going to be a bit of a fun time. The Jets are going to have at least a slightly softer, I would say, uh, divisional tour of the Pacific. This is kind of a good opportunity for the Jets to test some of their early aggression, see how the new uh, defenders kind of line up with this new, more aggressive system that Winnipeg is pushing this year. It seems like the Jets are activating a lot more frequently, so... I think there are some opportunities for the Jets to actually, well, be kind of good this year. And I'll talk about what I think might happen in the first couple of games. I talked about like early previews uh, a couple of weeks ago, but now that we have a better idea of what the lineup is going to look like, I think I can give us a little bit more of a clearer picture as we head into the first couple of games. And then to close this out, uh, we actually have NHL 22 now coming out on early access. And I wanted to tell you a little bit about how to get into that, especially if you have like say, a console, and you're subscribed to EA Play, this is a great way to get familiar with the new game and determine whether or not you actually want to buy it. I've checked out some footage and have some additional thoughts about what it looks like and how it seems. I'm actually going to get a chance to play it over this coming weekend, so next week I'll tell you if it's actually any good or if, you know, this might be a thing for you to skip. First, though, let's talk about uh, the final game against the Calgary Flames, which this should be an interesting one. In the first game, of course, Winnipeg won last night, 3-2. Despite the scoreline looking kind of close, it just wasn't. Winnipeg was the dominant team. Uh, Almost through the entire first half, Calgary really didn't do anything. The only time that they ever really threatened were on some specific power plays and a few chaotic sequences where Winnipeg's defense not exactly sterling. In all fairness, the Jets were already up a couple of goals and it's just preseason, so I think Winnipeg kind of let off the gas and Calgary started to wake up and push the tempo. So overall, you know, it's one of those games where I liked what I saw, generally speaking. I thought it was a pretty good effort. There were some things that, obviously, the Jets still struggle with when it comes to not putting Hellebuck under a lot of stress, but uh, for the rest of the game, I really liked it. I thought the Jets were fast, they were dangerous, they were creative. It's more of what I want to see. Now, for tomorrow, there are some things I want to continue to see. I really feel like Riley Nash is actually a lot better than I expected. I actually want to see more of him and kind of get a sense of what his role for this team might be. When he first arrived, I kind of thought that he might be the savvy veteran center who's not super mobile and and certainly kind of locks things down defensively, but isn't all that active in other parts of the game. Instead, Nash actually seems pretty gifted. This is a guy who's been around the block several times, but he's smart. He seems to know where he needs to be. His positioning is quality. He's actually got a pretty good set of wheels. Uh, Compared to the past couple of centers and fourth liners the Jets have signed, 
I have to say, Nash might be pretty legit. It seems like he brings more than just, uh, you know, shut down defense. I feel like his shorthanded ability, his mobility up and down the ice in transition, and a pretty decent set of hands, you know, this is a guy who maybe the Jets bring back another season if Gustafson or, you know, one of the other centers they feel is not really ready. I would say that David is more than capable of handling this role now, but Riley Nash might actually be pretty legit. I think he's made a good case to win the fourth line center spot, especially if Gustafson wants to be moved to the Moose for top six minutes. So uh, Riley, yeah, I I have to say I would give this like a B plus for the Jets in terms of uh, the signing quality. Um, The other player that I actually want to see more of is Dominic Toninato. I know that Toninato is one of those guys who's kind of like an AHL tweener, but to be honest, he really does seem like an NHLer. I've been impressed with his defensive acumen, his work rates, his stick handling and puck smarts, especially when he doesn't have the puck himself. He seemingly understands how to intercept players and and really dispossess them very easily. He is a little bit on the older side in terms of what we might consider a young player. You know, he's like, what, 26 or something now? Uh, But, you know, he, he has like a veteran savviness to his game that honestly feels much older. You know, you're talking like Jumbo Joe Thornton. It seems like Tananato just has a brain for understanding how to force opponents to give up the puck and how to create opportunities from intelligent defensive plays. And it makes me think almost at times that he could have been a defender in his life. You know, he has all of the mobility of a puck moving D. He's got the skill to pick off opponents and honestly seal them off along the walls. He's big and strong. You could have converted him to the back end at some point, and I actually think he would have been really effective. While he doesn't exactly have really flashy hands or anything that would put him in the tier of somebody like Jansen Harkins, I actually think for the fourth line, if you're going to have Svechnikov on one wing, Toninato on the other might actually help Svech kind of work on some of the defensive details and give Nash some support when it comes to matchups. We know that Maurice will absolutely chase certain matchups, so if you're going to go that route, Toninato and Nash together on your fourth line, I think would actually make a pretty effective duo. Uh, And Svechnikov can just provide some really nice scoring output. I think he's got a great shot, and you can kind of flex him on the power play when you need him too. I'd also like to see more of Kopp, Dubois, and Ehlers together. I thought that line actually had some jump yesterday. Uh, I thought Ehlers especially was kind of doing himself and all of that usual hubbub that we're associating with Truly one of the great wings of the NHL, but the other guys I thought had pretty okay games. Dubois wasn't super impressed with. I keep waiting for him to hit this next gear, and while he's not necessarily bad and he doesn't always have like a next gear to still be effective, I'm just left a little wanting sometimes with what he does on the power play and stuff. It seems like his decision making is maybe a little bit too lackadaisical. I don't know if it's just because he's still not quite familiar with his line mates yet and he's kind of gaining chemistry, but... There are times where he has like weird decisions with uh, drop passes and kind of lazy turnovers. So that I, I kind of think he needs more experience with. And hopefully if he gets on the same page with Cop and Ehlers, that line will start to click. We'll see if that unit comes out tomorrow. If it does, I think it could be a line that we see permanently this coming season. We already know Shifley, Connor, and Wheeler are going to play together. That would leave the third line to be more like Veselin and Stastny and Lowry. I can't say I've been in love with that unit, but um, Veselin in yesterday was at least very engaged. I thought he was creating some decent chances, and he just looked very active, so maybe there's a shot at this unit being effective this season. The good news is is that uh, 
the upcoming you know regular season schedule isn't going to be too crazy to start and we'll talk about what i expect from the first couple of games in just a little bit before we go any further though i thought you should hear a little bit about why betonline.ag should be the only place to do your online betting if you want to win betonline.ag is the best place to start when it comes to the wild wild west of online betting you need to know that there's a safe reliable name that you can trust every single time that's why you should put your trust in betonline.ag they're the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports action it's that time of year again, and all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the season. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action coming up. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL Mega Contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest open now at BetOnline. What's not to love? From football, basketball, boxing, and more, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. When you register, be sure to use promo code LOCKEDON to receive an additional 50% welcome bonus on your very first deposit with BetOnline.ag. You can register on your mobile device or on desktop, and it's absolutely free. Be sure to sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Hey Winnipeg Jets fans, this is Harrison Lee with an incredible app everyone who buys gas needs to know about. Get Upside. My listeners are making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just log on and download the free GetUpside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. Use promo code HOCKEY and get a bonus 25 cents per gallon on your first fill up. That's up to 50 cents cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. Just download the app for free and again, use promo code HOCKEY to get your 50 cents per gallon cash back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making as much as two to $300 a month in cash back and there's no catch. The cash back gets added right to your account. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and many other brands. Getting started seriously couldn't be easier. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code HOCKEY to get your 50 cents per gallon cash back on your first tank and start saving. There's never been a better time to save at the pump and all you need to do is download GetUpside for free at the Google Play or App Store. Download GetUpside today. Hello friends and welcome back to this episode of the Locked on Winnipeg Jets podcast. Thanks for making us your first listen of the day every day. We're talking a little bit about what I've noticed through the first couple of games of preseason. I've covered most of that in previous episodes, so if you want my full expanded thoughts, you can check those out. I've talked about Winnipeg's aggression, some other stuff, and maybe some line combos that, heading into the very last preseason game, I kind of want to see more of just to get a better sense of, will this unit work when we actually hit the regular season? And speaking of the regular season, I actually wanted to pivot towards that and talk about it because I feel like the Jets in their opening slate of games have a chance to win three or four of their first five games. Now, this may sound a little optimistic. I know that the Jets have made a number of changes, but thanks to the schedule makers at the NHL being maybe a little bit kind to Winnipeg, the Jets do have a a busy road schedule. Their first three games are away, but the first two teams that they'll face are are rebuilding squads. Now, I'll say the first game on, uh, I believe it's next Wednesday, is going to be against Anaheim. That one I don't think is going to be super easy. Um, The Ducks, though, they're a pretty rough team. I think the Jets should be able to handle it. It is going to be like a first game on the road in a season opener, so I feel like this just naturally lends itself to a little bit of maybe opening struggles. But with the way that the Jets handled the Flames last night, I feel pretty good about Winnipeg's chances of taking on a team that, even at full strength and with all of their NHLers in tow, probably isn't much better than what the Jets faced last night. The uh, the following game that's going to be on the Saturday, it's going to be a a couple of days of breaks, but uh, the Jets are going to go back in action against the San Jose Sharks. Now, this game, this one will actually be genuinely difficult. I think the Sharks are going to be more fun and more exciting than maybe people were expecting. 
if Eric Carlson can kind of rebound a little bit and Brent Burns continues to maybe try and get back some of his scoring form, this is a, a team that even in its veterancy and old age is still dangerous. And now they're adding kids like Sasha Shemilevsky and a number of other really good players. I think Linus Carlson might be one guy that they were uh, maybe looking at bringing in. So this this team has some young talent. I know that their preseason has been a little bit mixed since they ended up losing Aiden Hill to a uh, an injury of some sort, and I don't know if he's actually come back yet. But uh, aside from that, I mean, they're scoring lots of goals. They seem like a pretty fun offense. San Jose, I think, will actually present a pretty difficult challenge, especially in your second game of the season. Um, I guess the good news for the Jets is they've got a couple of days to prepare before that one. Uh, and then they have to go to a much harder opponent than either Anaheim or the Sharks and take on Minnesota. Now, Minnesota is a very interesting team for me. This one, I have had less of a solid read on. I feel like the Wild are just going to be really well-rounded, um, but their offense is actually looking pretty okay. Yeah, they don't have a lot of superstar goal scorers, and in terms of pure creators, there's not a lot of high-end offense there, but thanks to a really stable defense and a couple of very talented players like um, of course, they've got uh, Kaprizov and then Matt Dumba, uh, a number of other guys. Yoel, Yoel Eriksson Ek is looking like he's going to be pretty fun, even if his job is mostly going to be to park himself in front of the net and try and clean up dirty goals. We all know that he's still a very good top six play driving center with some really good defensive value. So I feel like the Wild, they're going to be a difficult team to unpack, and I think it's going to be tough for the Jets to break them down. This isn't a team that concedes many goals. And then, of course, Cam Talbot had that run there where he looked like he was actually a legitimate contender for a Vesna vote. Not exactly a, a finalist or anything, but certainly in the mix to have his name mentioned by a couple of people. Yeah, this, I mean, this wild team, it's going to be a tough challenge. Uh, but then after that, the Jets kind of get a little bit of a break. They'll go back to Anaheim, and then they come home for a home opener against the Nashville Predators. Now, the Preds... Another team that, like the Wild, I think they've gone through quite a few changes in the offseason. I don't know yet what to make of them. I think it's going to be a very interesting, I guess, new-look team. The Jets haven't faced them in forever. The team that they last played was probably a lot less interesting than what they have now, which is a team that's got some budding young prospects stepping into forward roles. I still don't think that they have like a lot of elite high-end goal scoring unless Tovanen has like a really big year. I also think that they need Yusa Saros to have a really big season in net, but there's certainly potential there. This Preds team, like the Wild, very dangerous, very difficult to get by. And I think in the first five games, I still think the Winnipeg Jets are going to win four or five, maybe even three at the low end. But I don't think, uh, aside from the Pacific games, the first two Central Division matchups aren't going to be easy. These teams that they're going to be facing are more than likely playoff contenders, and I think we all know that the Preds and the Wild... They're just never easy outs. I mean, aside from a couple of years where the Jets sort of ran over Minnesota, this new-look wild team, I think it's going to be a really good early test to see if Winnipeg's new aggression and blue line movement is going to be enough to kind of get past some of the low blocks that the Wild are known for. I'm hoping that Winnipeg's additional bottom six firepower is enough to kind of get them past some of these depth lines, but hey, you know, hockey's a crazy sport. Maybe things didn't improve as much as we hoped they did, and the Jets kind of fall behind early, but... I'm feeling optimistic about this season, and in the opening slate of games, 
I think the Jets are going to put themselves in pretty early solid straights, looking for a good run of form heading into what will be a very busy end of October and November and holiday season. Let me know what you think about the start of the season and maybe give me a prediction of how many games you think the Jets will win from now until the end of the year at December 31st or so and give me your prediction. Maybe I'll talk about it on our next episode and do a little bit of a fan poll. For now, though, we are going to pivot to one other thing that I wanted to cover. This one's a little bit for fun, uh, a little bit for you gamers. I just wanted to give you a quick heads up on how to get started with NHL 22 if you're still on the fence about buying it and want to give the game a bit of a whirl. Before we move on, though, I thought you should hear a little bit about why rockauto.com should be the only place you buy your auto parts from. Before we go any further, I thought you should hear about why rockauto.com is the best place to buy your auto parts. There are literally thousands and thousands of vehicles out there, and it's really hard for auto parts stores to keep up stocking parts, accoutrements, and everything in between. You might stand in line for 15, 20, maybe even 30 minutes waiting for your chance to buy the part that you need, and you find out they don't even have it in stock. If you want to save time and money, then just go to rockauto.com instead. They're a family-run business with over 20 years of experience in the automotive industry. Their easy-to-use intuitive website allows you to sort by make, year, and model of your vehicle, and then set a price range filter so you always get the parts that you need at the prices you want. Whether you need a new engine control module or a floor mat replacement, rockauto.com is sure to have what you need in stock. And best of all, you can save anywhere from 20, 30, even 50% off retail brick-and-mortar in-store pricing. So why shop anywhere else? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked in the how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com today. Hello friends and welcome back to this episode of the Locked on Winnipeg Jets podcast. Uh, We're talking a little bit about some fun stuff now after talking about Winnipeg hockey and all the stuff that you could possibly imagine. Yeah, you're probably tired of at least a, a couple of Jets preseason mentions and things. You're looking for something else, right? Something else that's related to hockey, but maybe a break from just some of the boring preseason stuff. Well, NHL 22 is right around the corner, and I think a lot of people are maybe hesitant to buy it, I would say. I know I'm certainly not really in love with what I've seen so far. It looks just okay. And the more of the footage that I've seen, the less I'm really convinced that the shiny coat of paint and stuff is really going to have a significant impact on at least the general gameplay experience. A lot of the animations look very similar. The gameplay has a lot of similar elements from previous years, and I just feel like fundamentally this series desperately needs some sort of reinvention. I know that doing so requires a lot of resources that the team doesn't really have available, but I I don't know, I'm just thinking that this franchise is looking a little long in the tooth. And if you're like me and a bit skeptical, you want to try out the game but you don't want to spend a lot of money, I have to recommend EA Play. Especially if you're on console, you can get it for like 30 bucks a year and it'll give you full access to most of EA's titles and then if there's a brand new game that they launch, you get a 10 hour trial and then you get a discount if you want to buy the full thing. Otherwise, it's just 5 bucks a month if you only want to subscribe for maybe 1 or 2 months to get a sense of uh, a demo here and there and maybe not commit the full $30. If that's the case either way, you're going to have a nice 10 hour trial for the full game of NHL 22, which actually just launched today. This trial is usually an early access period. It gives you a decent slice of the game, especially if you want to get some early coins from Ultimate Team, or you're looking to try some of the season and managerial stuff, maybe even some of the EA SHL stuff, uh, all of their online play. I mean, whatever it is that you're interested in, you'll have a chance to get started and maybe give it a go. 
I, I just, I'm not really feeling the game this year. I'm going to give it a shot this weekend and kind of give you more full thoughts uh, next week on a, a podcast since the Jets are going to be playing for a couple of days. So I'll have some time to talk about what I think of the beta, or not really the beta, but the full game vertical slice, if you will. I'm going to test out a couple of modes and give you some thoughts on how the mechanics feel, how the uh, the hut looks like it's going to be structured. I'm not really big into this franchise usually. I mostly spend a lot of my time on FIFA, so... NHL for the past couple of years hasn't really been a priority for me, and even when I have played it, it's just felt a little too samey for me. But either way, I'll give you some thoughts. We'll break down whether or not I think it's worth even trying the 10-hour trial, and if it's not, then I'll kind of give you a warning and tell you, you know, maybe steer clear for a little bit, wait for some patches, or at least a sale. Otherwise, stay tuned for my early NHL 22 coverage, and if you're interested in maybe me doing a chronicle of some sort for future episodes where I detail how I manage a specific team or something and sim out a couple of seasons, let me know. I can try a GM mode, maybe the Kraken. I can tell you what crazy trades I've made, maybe some acquisitions of prospects. And actually, if you want, you can even tell me what you want me to do in one of these franchises, and maybe I'll let you know how the game sims it out. Maybe you want to be the one to trade for Jack Eichel. You'll be in the driver's seat on this one. I might just be more of a supporting role and reporting on what happens. But either way, be sure to let me know at HLLivingLoco and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets what you want me to do. For tonight's podcast, though, that is going to do it. Thanks for making Locked on Winnipeg Jets your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked on Fantasy Hockey. Host Scott Cullen leans on his decades of fantasy hockey insight and experience every day to help you be the expert of your fantasy league. It's free and available on all platforms. As always, thanks for listening. Have a great night and go Jets go.